best day in the neighborhood. <laughs> Things are getting pretty serious. It looks like we're entering into the holidays. These dates are going so hot. Yeah. Are we, uh, <laughs> what's that called when you have a date for the holidays? I don't know. <laughs> a hookup for the holidays? A hookup no, for the holidays? I know you can hire it's people. It's called something like a, a cuddle something or like a... It's called like there's a there's a thing. Wait, I don't know. It's like someone that you date during the holidays just because you want to like snuggle and you want presents for Christmas and you don't want to go to ho- like family functions alone. And then you have to break up with them right before Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah. There's a name for that. <laughs> I forgot what it is though. It's pathetic. That's anyways. What the name is. Hopefully that's not us. Hopefully you're not gonna break up with us before Valentine's Day because. That's lame. <laughs> Anyways, I am Courtney Shove. You can call me Shove. And I'm Rebel Rouser. You can call me Rebel. <laughs> and together we are Shovel. Can you dig it? And this is Skate Day, our podcast. A podcast made by two roller skaters who fell in love and just wanted to talk a lot. So here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk as much as she does, but on here I tend to talk a lot. <laughs> it's because I just sit and wait for you to talk. <laughs> Today's episode, we're going to talk about the dreaded or celebrated Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving! Thanks for nothing. <laughs> Thanksgiving! I'm being Adam Sandler. Oh my gosh. And we will also talk about, what are we talking about today? Um, we are going to talk about some other stuff. Ooh, some secret stuff. Yeah. Some, some... stuff that we can kind of talk about our experience, but not give away too mm-hmm. many details. Yeah, we, we're going to talk about a secret thing, and then we're going to talk about Bowie, and then we're going to answer your questions, and then we're going to wrap it up. Yada, like yada, Christmas yada. Present. But, you know, first of all, we got to start with those fake ads. The fake ads. Everybody's favorite. Uh, so, hey, if you are a business or an organization or you have something to sell and you want us to help you sell it, well, guess what? This is where you can put your ad. So contact us at skatedatepodcast at gmail.com and we will send you the deets, McGeets. Oh, no, it's almost Thanksgiving. Yay! I can't wait to go to my parents' house. Why? So they can make snide remarks about us being queer again? Well, your dad isn't any better. He's always like, when are you going to give me a grandbaby? I just wish we could have, like, a clap back in the moment rather than when we're on our way home. Right? Now introducing the clapback flashcards. Study them before the holidays so you'll have that perfect clapback. Like, when are you going to settle down? When are you going to admit you settled? Or, that ain't all your hair. Them ain't all your kids. And, damn, you on your fourth piece of pie? Damn, you on your fourth baby daddy. The clapback flashcards. Never leave another family dinner defeated. I want him. I need him. I want him. I need him. We should make clapback cards. Oh my God. What if that was our first skate date merch? Oh my God. Wait, technically we have stickers already, so it wouldn't be the first. First of all, I need to say thank you, Black Twitter, for giving me some of those top clapbacks. Excellent. (laughs) We are forever indebted to you. But yeah, like, babe, don't you just hate that feeling when, like, someone says something and then, like, you're just like, ah, and then, like, five minutes later when they're gone. You have the clarity of mind and you have the perfect comeback. Should have said something. Yeah, it happens to me all the time time i swear every time i'm in the car by myself leaving a function i'm like well could have said that you're like all of a sudden i'm the most witty person i have the best clapbacks shoulda coulda woulda could have made you crumble in your soul but nope i just stood there and was like yeah no yeah i know i said something (laughs) stupid like no you (laughs) my go-to clapback when i don't know what to say (laughs) you did that Like the good third grader I'm just, that I am. I'm just like, I'm rubber, you're a clue. Everything you say bounces off me and sticks to you. Oh my gosh. I'm like, why don't you marry it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll never grow up. Never. Okay, let's go head on over to the real world. The real world. All right, so... 
Thanksgiving. Take it or leave it. Thanksgiving. Um, don't take the colonizers. Don't take the free smallpox blankets. Don't take the forcing people to sit down at a table to pretend like we have made peace with the Native Americans. (laughs) Oh my gosh, but like, this Thanksgiving, we could literally like, go to the hospital, take the blankets, get COVID all over them, and then give them to like, the Karens and the Kevins and be like, boom. I did see a meme that was like... Isn't it ironic that this Thanksgiving, when, like, everyone's starting to be so (laughs) woke, Americans can finally understand what it's like to potentially stay away from family members because you don't want to travel and then give someone a disease. (laughs) I was like, dang, okay, mic drop. I get it. Yeah, but let's be honest. Like, we know, like, the the meaning of Thanksgiving. Like, yeah, like that but you are no no, no that's what i was saying i was saying don't take that don't take that i was on my way to take them okay okay um take the thanksgiving brunch Mm -hmm. take the hangout with friends and take the lots of cooking and making fantastic hostess moves like i'm the hostess with the mostess i love me some thanksgiving brunch and i am like i don't need any of it like, it's cool to eat. Like, I'm down with that part. But, like, then you got the cleanup. You got the setup. It's stressful. I I like your Thanksgiving brunch because, like, it's okay. Like, it's, like, good food and there's people, which is cool. But at the end of the day, I'm just, like... You don't like the setup the night before. And I do, like, 99% of the work ahead of time. And you don't want to be a part of that, which is totally fine because I want to do all of it. It's like party planning. And you don't like the cleaning afterwards. But usually my friends will clean up. But then, like, also, I have this, like, embedded in my head that every Thanksgiving, like, it's doomsday. Like, I grew up with Thanksgiving being, like... Yay, food! Yay, the adults are drinking. We're just playing games. And then next thing you know, someone had too much to drink and went down where someone had to be pulled off of strangling their mother, their cousin, their sister, their brother. And then someone was crying and someone left drunk and then you had to chase them down. And it was this huge thing that went into with everyone crying and then like food on the floor because something dramatic happened. And then we just don't talk to each other for months or until next year and pretend like nothing happened. Okay, so that's (laughs) definitely not my experience with Thanksgiving. But my Thanksgivings were not the best. And then I spent a lot of years working like I worked for a catering business for a long time, and so I would just be working every Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. I would get, you know, free food and make money, and I'm, like, such a fan of free food and money, so it's, like, Yeah, but what about when you were a kid? But then it transitioned into I wanted to have a Thanksgiving of my own, which is why I invented Thanksgiving brunch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you're skipping it. What about you when you were a kid? When I was a kid, um, Thanksgiving was very, like... I don't know, it was the same stuff. Like, I made dinner with my dad. Like, I always mm-hmm. helped cook, and I really liked cooking. And, um, like, I have generally good memories of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then when I got older, it was like Rebel started to rebel. And uh, we clashed <laughs> a lot at the dinner table. And my family has a lot of conservative friends. And so they would say things to me like, Oh, did you know that because you got a tattoo, you let the devil into your blood? (laughs) (laughs) And um, it also, when I became, like, anorexic and stuff, like, it was, like, a constant struggle to, like, somehow find a way to not eat Thanksgiving dinner Mm -hmm. or... I don't know. So, and then my family always insisted on playing some sort of board game after Thanksgiving dinner, and um, board games did not go well at my house. Like every, Why not? like it would be, it would be like we start playing a board game and everything is fine and dandy, uh-huh. and then uh, it turns into a screaming match, and people <laughs> end up on like opposite corners of the house because no one is a good loser in my family. <laughs> And so, like, no one can lose, and it just ends up so bad. Like, we end up arguing at full volume, and, like, it's That's so That's the bad. real holiday spirit right there. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I used to love when I had to, like, 
I had to work because, like, I worked graveyard for a long time and I had to work almost every holiday because we were union and I was, like, bottom of the totem. So it was always, like, perfect in a way because since I worked swing shift, which is, like, six to whatever, six to two, or it was, like, midnight to eight in the morning, it worked out that, like, I left right before it went bad. So I think, like, I hit this period where I was like, I can finally enjoy him. And then I'd come home, and the next day wake up, and then my dad would fill me in on all the drama that happened. So oh I would gosh. get to have, like, oh, yay, food. And everyone would be like, oh, you're just going to leave? Like, oh, sorry, guys, got to work. And I would be like, Literally. oh, yeah. Like, it was like, thank you. I got all the fluffy kind, like, what I imagined, like, is the perfect Thanksgiving. And then, like, everyone would be, like, just a little tipsy. And then I, you always have the cousins that come back and they're super high and, like, can't even open their eyes. And then he was like, this is funny. This is blah, blah. And then I leave and I'd be like, perfect. Cause I had, like, those good, funny memories in my head. Yeah. I mean, as soon as I turned 18 and, like, had a job, actually, I think it was, like, when I was 19 and I was back from where I was for a year, um, I, was working from that moment forward. And I worked at Starbucks and Starbucks would be open, uh, because of black Friday. And so I would work the overnight shift at at Starbucks and I would work at the overnight shift at Starbucks at South coast Plaza. They tried to get me to work at South Coast Plaza for, like, on a Thursday night. They were like, they're going to open the mall all night. Like, you should help out. We're going to have, like, 20 baristas on floor. And that was great. it, yeah. And, and I, I was a shift like, lead for uh... it. And I was like, this is insane. <laughs> it was the craziest thing. I just remember the milk showing up and there being, like, towers of milk. And I was like, what <laughs> in the world? Like, the stock was just so crazy. Imagine, babe, we could have met. <laughs> like I was a Starbucks employee and you oh, were a coffee bean. I know. It's like freak. Oh, oh gosh, that's a. We'll talk about that next episode. It's our nightmares of working on Black Friday. And oh, stuff. I've worked. Yeah, so many Black Fridays. But let's yeah, try but to keep before we start like sleeping and overnight waiting for good deals, Black Friday and all that madness. Thanksgiving is supposed to be like. What's the meaning of Thanksgiving? I know a lot of people are like. I think I do like giving thanks, like mm-hmm. at the mill. And I remember, like, at brunch last year, like, you were like, what? Like, when I was like, I think we should give thanks. Which is good. I think that's great. I definitely just have not done that in in so long. And I think I have a weird, like, association with, like, the only thanks being given is, like, prayer. Yeah, I don't like that. I used oh my gosh. I used to get, to this day, (laughs) like, if I know, like, we're going to my dad's for, like, a holiday thing, my fear is always that they're going to choose me that year. Because it's happened a few times where they're like, time to say grace. And then my dad will be like, go ahead. And then I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, I'm not Christian. And I always feel like, oh, no, gotta fake it. (laughs) And and I'm just like, God bless this family. God bless this food. (laughs) I'm all like, it's so awkward to start saying random shit. I'm like, how are you supposed to say grace? Like, I don't know. I'm just like, God bless this. God bless that. And rub-a-dub-dub. Get in my tummy. Oh, my gosh. But for me, I do like taking the moment to be like, think of everything that happened the last year since we were last together and like say thanks just to the universe for like giving us like what we've gotten. I do think that that's really beautiful. Yeah. Cause we don't really do that. We never really slow down and really appreciate like everything that's happened or like how grateful we can be for certain things. So when it comes to that, I'm like, okay, Thanksgiving, you win that one. Like making me like forcing me to slow down and think about like the past year. That's why I like Thanksgiving brunch so much because Thanksgiving brunch for me is like, I invite, you know, 12 of my closest friends and we just eat good food and Mm -hmm. there's never any drama, you know, it's just like hanging out and having lots of mimosas. (laughs) Mimosas make everything better. Okay. Yeah. And then I always write like notes for everyone. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's why I never thought of like, stopping and saying thanks because I always thought of that like pre-ritual for me as my like I'm so grateful for all of you being in my life Uh and so let me write notes to you and like tell you Mm -hmm. that um but yeah I do I love that's what I love about it I think it's just such a precious I think that idea is so beautiful and wonderful what do you think about people that are like flying and driving far to like go see their family right now this 
this year. I think that's a horrible idea that you should definitely not do that. What about if they like all get COVID tests before and then after? I don't know. I don't know. Because I just think like, (laughs) I don't know. There's been all this stuff coming out that like even a negative COVID test doesn't necessarily mean it's not in your system. And Well, it just doesn't know like how far, like obviously if it's like, I was around 50 people and then I take a COVID test like the next day, like it's not going to count, you know what I mean? But I think like, just be smart about it. You know, like I know it's going to be hard. I know people are going to do it no matter what. So I think like for those traveling, because babe, we're driving to a friend's house and they're in our circle. But they're in our circle already. It's yeah. I think it's different when you have people who are going to like extended family. I think yeah. that there's definitely a, a cause for concern when you have older relatives around. Or airports being or crowded. Airports, yeah, because even if you get a COVID test on the way that, like, before you leave, and then you're in the airport, what if you pick it up in the airport? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think the more contained you can be, I think the better off. True, true, true. I don't know. Like, I just hope that, I don't know. I hope everyone has a good Thanksgiving, whatever, whether you celebrate or not. Uh, I would like to talk about the food at Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, okay, before I tell you what I think about the food, actually, I know. What do you think about the food at Thanksgiving? I love the f- sides. The side dishes are the shit for me. So, like, when I was vegetarian, I was like, yes, like, it didn't even matter. Because, like, the turkey, cool, take it or leave it. The ham, I eat it for the glaze, but usually, like, grosses me out. But, like, give me the sweet potatoes. Give me the cornbread stuffing. Give me, uh, what else? Like, sometimes there's potato salad randomly. Green um, bean casserole give is me my the, favorite. No, give me the greens, the mustard greens with some vinegar and onions. So I love it. Oh, and the homemade dinner rolls. So when it comes to Black Thanksgiving... God, so much good food. Then when you go to your white girlfriend's house for Thanksgiving and she forces you to eat some weird ass green neon green gelatin stuff that or like what was it? It was weird. It was weird. Jello salad. Jello salad should not be a thing. It's called ambrosia. No, 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 no. I've had ambrosia and I like it. We call it green jello. This was something different. This was like. (laughs) This was like. It's good. It's like ambrosia salad, but with lime jello. Yes. It's like okay. It's like lime jello, pineapple. There was too much on it. Cheese. Oh, it was lumpy. Yeah, because of the cottage cheese, grapes, and pineapple. mm. Mm-mm. Um and marshmallow fluff. Yeah. No wait, cream cheese? There, Maybe mm, cream cheese. I don't know. One I don't know. Things. It was a no though. All I know is that And you know every year growing up <laughs> no, that no, no, was no, gone wait. so fast. That was gone faster than Can every other Can we talk side. about how my girlfriend, Miss Rebel Rouser, knows that I am a <laughs> hoe for being polite. <laughs> Like, I have, like, there's things she does that I'm, like, biting my nails. And I'm, like, that's not polite. Like, there's these little things that I I've been taught. I went to Cotillion and decided, nah, yeah, we're so good. If I go to someone's house and they offer me something they made, I then have to eat it. Because that's the polite thing to do. I also do that. No one was trying to really get me to eat it. And she was like, babe, try this. After, <laughs> on the way there, she told me, you're going to have to try it. And I said, that sounds disgusting. She did it on purpose. Because <laughs> she is evil and conniving. And I bit into it and I remember thinking, Oh my god, this is disgusting <laughs> and having to smile and chew and swallow. And just like my this, parents oh. would have just been like, it's fine if you don't like it more for us. Yeah, but like, they just, literally would not have cared we, if you didn't I like it. I wasn't raised that way and I have yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so that's the only good thing. Okay, that and then there's one other really good thing in my family's house. My dad's German and he's like full German. And he makes a German potato salad, and oh my god, it is to die for. There's 
bacon in it. There's like a perfect mixture of like salty sweet. There's like a little <laughs> bit of vinegariness in it. Like, oh my God, it almost makes me stop being pescatarian every year. <laughs> like it's so delish. And I look forward to that. Even to smelling it. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh yes. <laughs> so good. Um, but other than that, like, I hate turkey. I mean, obviously I'm pescatarian, so I don't eat it anyways, but I've always hated it. Yeah. My whole life growing up, I've always thought Wait, it was so gross. do y'all do the wishbone? No. Unless really? There what? Is one. There's always a wishbone. Well. It's part of the turkey. It's not, it's just not like a, it's not that important, but if it comes up, like, we do it. Like, I've done it with my dad before in the kitchen, but not like. No, you're like, what? It's not like part of the. <laughs> That's like. It's Isn't like that like tradition? American tradition? Oh, I don't know. Is my family weird? No, no, it's a thing. It's a thing. And then you both have to pull it. And, and whoever, whoever gets the biggest bone, their wish comes true. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just not like a. a Where? Okay. As I say that out loud, I'm like, what the f- is that? Like, where did this tradition come so from? So weird. I don't know. Cavemen are like, rip at this bone. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of like that same thing, like pulling straws. Like, where did that come from? That's so random. At least that makes sense because it's like the shortest one. You know, it has a reason. Like, this is based on wishes. Yeah, no, the shortest one, like, you get screwed. Like, the shortest one on the wishbone, also, you get screwed. You don't get your wish. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I gotta so... Google that later because now I'm. But oh, yeah, wait, wait, so... wait. sweet oh. potato casserole. Love it. Did your Does your family make it? Yep. Marshmallows on marshmallows top? marshmallows on top, yep. Nice. I remember one year my dad tried to make it with big marshmallows, and I was like, ew. Why would you do Wait, that? Wait, but I made it with big marshmallows. Yeah, but, like, when my dad makes it, like, uh-huh. it's so good with the little marshmallows. Uh, you made it with the big marshmallows, and it was good, but it was, like, when I was expecting the small marshmallows from my dad, and then he mm-hmm. made it with the big marshmallows, I was like, dad. <laughs> You have let me down. Oh, my gosh. You know what I really, really love that I didn't know I loved? Because my whole life I had had the canned cranberry sauce. Mm-hmm. Is homemade cranberry sauce. And for me... <gasps> so good. I prefer the canned. Really? It's so weird. Like, when I see it's homemade, I'm like, mm. mm. Oh, I know what I'm forgetting. Homemade mac and cheese when that's on the table. So that was never on the table when my at my family's house. Mm. So I feel yeah, like I missed out on that. It's one. always changing, but like as long there has to be the greens. The greens are always there, and um, the cornbread stuffing's always there, and there's always going to be some sort of sweet potato there. Those are like the staples, no matter what. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like not Thanksgiving mm-hmm. you don't have that. One year I think we had like pizza or something Ew. random because I think they were just like my parents were like over it or maybe we were just too poor I don't know oh my gosh okay as someone that's also grown up poor did you ever like did you go to the food bank for like the box or yeah. the church mm-hmm. for the box yeah of, definitely right many years <laughs> so, yes when we lived in Compton my my dad was all like I need you to come walk to this church with me and this is back when I was like a super goth kid like oh my gosh wore black all day or day the only color would be like red or purple and i'm like okay so we're like walking for a while then we get to a church and i was like what are we doing here and he's all we got to get a thanksgiving box and i was like what and then so we had to sit there with like five other people for hours listening to the sermon and then we got a box of food. Yeah, and, you just got to listen to like, the yeah, sermon. And it got a turkey, the... came with even dessert in it. It was amazing. Yeah, uh, we have gotten turkeys and like a whole Thanksgiving box from a church. We've gotten it from a food bank. One year, someone sent us a box, a Thanksgiving box. Mm-hmm. And that same year, I think someone also sent us a box that was like, here's some Christmas presents. Because, like, we didn't have any. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was very sweet. Um, That's the one thing that I will say about, like, people in the church is that they do take care of of other people in the church. And I think that that's really, really nice. Yeah. When I worked at um, a casino, they would always give each uh, employee a turkey. This huge, like, shipper, like, like, freaking, what are they called? Like, container. Of a truck, like a diesel truck would pull up outside the casino and you walked out and you give your employee badge and they would just give you a turkey. And they were like huge turkeys. So like some years I would just donate them. Like if we already had one, me and my dad both worked at the casino. So Mm -hmm. I always made sure I grabbed one to give to like my friend 
who was in like a really big family and they were like less fortunate. So I'd always be like, you got your free turkey again. <laughs> like, nice. So it was always cool to like know, like, I don't even like it, but give it to someone. I remember working at Red Robin and they kept making all these random like turkey, like Thanksgiving inspired burgers. Oh God. And um, <laughs> I remember really liking them like right around the, the Thanksgiving time. Cause it was like, it was like a Turkey burger. And then they put some sort of like cranberry sauce kind of a thing on there. Mm. And it was delish. Nice. I do miss working in a restaurant for all the free food. <laughs> I don't think, I think that's why, like when I was growing up, like, growing up, like, adulting kind uh-huh. of a thing. I think that's why I never really learned how to grocery shop. Because during that those years that I should have learned how to grocery shop, mm-hmm. I just never bought food at my house. And I just <laughs> always, whenever I needed food, I just, like, picked up a shift. Uh-huh. Like, I never, I never bought food. No, that makes sense. I remember, like, be like, dang, it's my days off. What am I going to eat? Like. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Definitely. Oh my gosh. Well, we'll see how this Thanksgiving goes. I'm excited. I think it'll be good. It's going to be different for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll see. I mean, I'm still going to cook brunch, but it's just going to be for you and your dad. Hopefully no one colonizes anything. I think we should head on over to the wheel world. Let's roll on over to the wheel world. <laughs> Welcome to the Will World, where we talk about things happening in the skate community and all things skate-related. Roller skating. This is your space in our podcast. Roller skating. Take it or leave it. Just kidding. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Roller skating. Wait, this is called Skate Date, but I thought it was like skateboards. I thought it was like inlines. No one calls inline skate. Mm-hmm. Babe, I can't with you. <laughs> I thought it was like, you know, those things that you, like, move boxes on that have four wheels that are, like, this big? That's what mm. I thought it was. I mm. thought that's what kind of date we were on. Okay. Well, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> welcome to my life, y'all. This is the love of my life. She's hilarious. Shut up. <laughs> All right, so... This past week, we did something super secret. We did something so secret, and it was so fun. We probably shouldn't even be talking about it. We really shouldn't, because we signed things. I didn't sign anything. I signed a thing. So I shall tell you. (laughs) No. No, we can't tell you everything, but we'll just, like, you know, talk about what happened without saying anything. Yes. So I got a message, like, a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And they were like, hey, Rebel, we want you for a thing. Yeah. And, and I was like, that sounds dope. And it's about roller skating. And it's about roller skating. And it's a thing. And it's a thing. That's going to go on a thing. Yeah, it's going to go somewhere else. And we're all going to be able to watch s- it. See said thing. Yeah. Yes. Skating. And, and there was a video team. There was a production team. Mm-hmm. And Shove was there. And some other people were there. Yes. We may have had a total of five skaters, all different levels. Yes. So we hope we did justice, because this could be something huge. It could. Or it could be something, like, not big at all. We don't know. (laughs) We have no idea. Like, 20 people could see it. A thousand people could see it. Or 20,000 people could see it. Yeah. So we'll see. But it was really crazy. Um... We shot for two days. Yes, we did. A full eight hours the first day. Yeah, and about six or seven the second. Yeah, and what was cool about it was to prep for it, we went to Green Skate Park with some Mm -hmm. friends just to check it out because we realized Green Skate Park is falling literally apart. It's literally falling apart. Um, So it was cool just to go because we hadn't been in a while. And then we got to skate the ramp for the video Mm -hmm. on the neighborhood. Yeah. Where else, baby? We recorded the beach at the beach. And yeah, sunset yeah. skate. And it was really nice. It was nice. really nice. And we really want to talk more about it. Yeah. But we cannot. Yeah. But we, we can't wait for you to see it. And, you know, when you do see it, you're going to be like, ah, so that's what they were talking about. Yeah. But 
that was just a teaser. But what we're really going to talk about is, um, like, opportunities that people get while skating. Because I noticed, like, everyone's really into skating right yeah, now. Yeah, everyone's into skating. Like, which, the world is like, we love skaters. Yeah, which means, like, corporations are in to skaters, too. Mm-hmm. And they see us as... Like advertising for them, like commodity. Yeah, so they're reaching usually the people that would go into the people that are like, I'm an influencer that decorates things, like and stuff like that. Now they're going to the roller skate community. So I've been noticing a lot of skaters I follow, like um, Tony and Jazz had Sprite. Mm -hmm. Was it Sprite? No, Fanta. It wasn't Fanta. It was something at Seven Eleven. I thought it was a new was, flavor of Fanta. I at 7-Eleven. It, was, it was not Fanta. It was like it Sprite, wasn't. Baby. You said to me out loud. No. You said Fanta. Yeah, you did this morning when I was teaching. It was. It might Fanta. not have been I did Fanta. Not say it could have been a. Either. It could have been a Freudian slip. But you definitely said that. She's lying. She never hears anything. It's sun kissed. So, You're right. Oh, I, I said sun kissed. You said sun kissed. Yeah. So like Tony, the skater Tony and Jazz, they both posted with sun kissed, and there was another person sun kissed and Slevin. Yeah, and it was like super cool because it's like one, they're black and not just black, but they're dark skinned, beautiful black Gorgeous, women that black are women. very great skaters. Mm-hmm. So it's like super awesome because it's like representation and like also to see people like getting opportunities that used to not get opportunities Mm. and i think that's something great that's coming out of the year 2020 i do really really love that yeah and then like you see people like benefiting thing like tony did calvin klein so cool yeah and then like how i got to model with nike for that thing and um jazz did that too and another skater oh my gosh What's your name? I'm so sorry. Alex. (laughs) Alex did it too. Um, I don't know. It's just like really cool. Like have opportunities. Like Rebel, who's super sex positive, got an affiliate with a sex toy company. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like really awesome. Like I have Moxie. Well, that's been for a while. So that's boring. They've always believed in me. Yay. Yeah. Okay. But okay. So the sex toy company though, they're called uh, Adult Honey, Honey, Playbox. It's called Honey Playbox now. They just rebranded. Uh-huh. But they're having a a Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. So they sent out like <laughs> weed paraphernalia. I don't know if they sent me weed paraphernalia. It's a box, so I don't know what's in the box. She's, she's oh my gosh, patience of the saint. She has not opened. She cut it open, didn't read the card that said don't open yet, and she closed it. Who can do that? I would have looked at everything and then placed it back in. Because we're supposed to open it together on this Thanksgiving Zoom call where we get high and we talk about sex toys. But I know everyone else. Okay, wait, wait, wait. You didn't tell me that you're supposed to get high. I don't know if we're supposed to get high, but I'm imagining it's called Thanksgiving. But if you, I'm sure people will be high, but I don't know if they'll get like high on it. But if you're high and try <laughs> to do it, it's going to be a no i'm only gonna get a little little high like a little little high this lady when i get high i cannot handle but i love it but i cannot handle everyone loves it but does it love you back i don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah thanksgiving thanksgiving oh my gosh yeah i think it's really cool um it's like roller skating's trending and like good opportunities are coming out of that and not just like opportunities like hey here's a free shirt like that's usually like what it's always been like here's some free stuff post about it cool like a trade-off thing but now people are getting paid actually paid yeah which is great and whether it's a lot of money or a little money as long as it's like a bunch of opportunities it's like enough for some people to just like i can survive and pay for school doing this and get a car and all like all this stuff which is amazing yeah so that's super cool because like roller skating doesn't have like huge sponsors the way skateboarders do Mm -hmm. it's a really small community even though it feels like oh my god it's so huge it's like actually really small and it doesn't Mm -hmm. have that like corporate funding that skateboarding and other sports do yep Exactly. But yeah, so that's really, really awesome. What else is happening in the skate community? Um, well, what else is happening is that actually today and tomorrow, the winners of the Rainbow Rider Runway competition are being announced, <laughs> which is very exciting. Um, the top 25 got announced on Saturday, and then there was 24 hours of voting, and there were... 
literally 2,000 plus votes. That's amazing. Which is just wild and yeah, so Yeah, because cool. only, it was like, what, 250 There were 250 submissions? submissions. Well, there were 350 submissions, but 250. 100 that, people did it. Yeah, they didn't follow. actually submit the video. Um, but 250 <laughs> submissions. It's hard out here for a pimp. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> Life is hard. Um, so there were 250 submissions, and then that got boiled down to 25 top skaters. And then I made a video that was of those top 25 and put it on my <laughs> like, YouTube. Tell the people the drama of the day. Oh, my Lord. That up. Saturday was the most dramatic <laughs> like video creating day of my life first off i like thought that the voting like the thing that people were actually going to use to vote i thought it was being sorted out and then it wasn't so i had to do it and then the way it was sorted out i thought it was like a simple upload but turns out that no i needed to individually upload each of these skaters individual videos to youtube and then post them on this voting form and but what did we find out that we YouTube found does? out that youtube limits the amount <laughs> of videos you can upload in one day and it's like 13 <laughs> so i had to go on to my other youtube and like upload all these random skater videos on my teaching youtube <laughs> as unlisted and then um once i finally got all that sorted i was trying to make the video so i made the video i downloaded it it was like five seconds off so then the whole thing got messed up and then i downloaded it again and i realized oh and before that i had to add different music to all of the people's submissions because to each eight to 13 second video to each eight to 13 second video 25 songs that fit the music that said skater chose. It was miserable, but I did it. And and so this took me, literally, I started it at 9.30 in the morning. And um, my thing didn't finally, oh, and then it was like, didn't work. And then the fourth time I finally downloaded it, it was finally okay. Mm -hmm. And I started to upload it to YouTube. And by this time, it is 9.30 at night. So it's been a full 12 hours. And I start to upload it to YouTube. And YouTube is like, it's going to take an hour and 45 minutes. And I was like, so And I had already, like, this video was supposed to come out at noon. Mm. So then I went live on my Instagram. It was like, hey, everybody, sorry that I suck, but, like, I've been having major technical difficulties all day long. We're both on there, and we probably, like... People probably thought we were like people thought we were high, for high sure. or drunk because like we or were both. so tired. We, were so we also loopy. got a tattoo that day. Like, and we had gone to the skate park, skate park skate early park. in the morning. Yeah, in the skate park. <laughs> uh, we went to the skate park earlier in the morning too. Yeah, and it was like tired. the day after filming for two days and being like, let's go to skate parks and skate here and skate there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was just. It was so much. And then we finally got it up, and it was up at, like, right before 11 p.m. that night. And then that's when floating started. But anyways, it was a fiasco. And on top of that, once I finally posted the video, I realized that one of the people got left off of it. So then I had to redo the video again. I again. I had to <laughs> redo the video again. And then I downloaded it, and that took another hour. And then it was too big of a file to go up on Instagram. So then I had to put it in iMovie, reduce the file size, and then download it again, and then upload it to Instagram. And it was a nightmare. But we did it. And all of that to say, the winners are being announced along with a big, like, um, reel of a bunch of the different skate submissions. So that's going to go up on Moxie's YouTube Mm -hmm. today or Wednesday, if you are not listening to this on Wednesday. And then the five of the top 10 are going to be announced at the end of that video. And then the next day, so tomorrow or Thursday, I'm going to be putting up a video on my channel that has the last five winners on it. Nice. Yeah, it's very exciting. Very exciting. One very long month worth of promotion for the Rainbow Riders will be completed. For 10 people to get free skates. Free I skates. think that's one of the biggest skate giveaways that I've seen in the yeah. skate community. And it's like not just in America. No. Yeah, it's international. Yeah. And so people from all over the world got into that top 25. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Wild. That's crazy. So crazy. Yeah, usually uh, giveaways are limited to United States. So I was really grateful when Estra was like, we can do it worldwide. We'll pay the shipping. And I was like, worldwide. oh, my God. Worldwide. Oh, my God. Worldwide makes me think of Step Brothers. Pitbull? Oh. What? <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. No. no, I was thinking, what? <laughs> no, I was thinking, uh, what was it called? It was called Worldwide. Prestige. Oh. Prestige worldwide. Oh, Boats yeah. and hoes. Boats and hoes. <laughs> Good movie. Good movie. Some One of the movies. funniest. I don't know if uh, Step Brothers or uh, Talad- no, Talladega Nights oh. is my favorite because they're both in it. They're the shake they're and bake so in there. They're both Thank so good. Thank you, baby so Jesus. Good. Nine pounds, know. ten ounces. <laughs> <laughs> So good. So yeah, good. anything else in the skate community? You I feel talk about? like that's kind of everything in the skate community that I would like to talk about. I have a random question. Okay. Okay, so like we went to Green and okay, you didn't go to skate you didn't skate in the area I was at, but um there is literally like a platform up a ramp. And then when you're standing up there, there's another little ramp to go up to like this corner for a bigger drop-in. There was a literal hole in the middle, like a gaping hole yeah. where your whole foot could just fall mm-hmm. straight down. Did it, yeah. Did you go up that? Did you I see that have seen that. I've not gone and dropped it on that part yet. Okay. So, like, I was like, okay, that's crazy. So, like, what happens if, say, you didn't know and you're skating and your, like, leg falls in there and you're stuck and you, like, really hurt yourself? Like, what like whose fault is it the city no you it's your fault for sure so like but whose job like all those holes and stuff like whose city takes care of it right yeah but like do we write isn't liable a letter like i'm just like how do we get it fixed probably talk to the city i always wonder like i know there's so much you can do like people clean it up themselves and like skate park etiquette people from the city clean it up all the time because i've been there in the morning when they're there more than any other skate park I've seen people. Clean yeah, because Houghton's there. like always trash, and like Houghton you'll see trash. them pick it up. I've also watched people pick it up and then skip complete parts, and like they don't get in the bowls at all. Yeah, because they couldn't get out. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, they could, but they're not gonna. Yeah, so it's just like I don't know, but like when it's falling apart, it's like said, it just made me feel sad, like that. Yeah, yeah, and when they patch it, they don't do a very good job of it. Yeah, it's like, it's like, whatever, you're fine. Yeah, and it's like, no, we're not. But it makes sense that it's scooters. I never knew it was scooter kids. That it, like, the scooter slamming it is what's yeah. causing those holes. Makes sense. Freaking scooter kids. Scooter kids. bo All right, it's time for Two Girls, One Pup. Oh, Bobo. Hi, baby boy. Oh, back to sleep he goes. Back to sleep he goes. Baby boy, baby boy. Oh my gosh, babe. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing a podcast here. I have a question for the people. Is it weird if we use a humidifier... So that our dog will be less grumbly and snotty. Okay, let's start this off with saying (laughs) that Bowie is more vocal than he has been the entire time we've had him. Um, Just because it's like change of weather and it's it's drastic change of weather and it's like cold to hot to hot again. Yeah. Cold. You know what I mean? It's not, it's weird. And so he's, what? Oh, no, he's having something. Oh, so he's like very, very full of phlegm and very grumbly. Yeah, so it's, it sounds like he's just trying to like talk to us, or like he's a really, really grumpy old man. He's like, rum, rum, rum. like literally, like that. Sounds like, like that, and it's all the time. It's not like heavy breathing. Like he's like, usually, it's like literally. Like, rum, rum, rum. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, so weird. He's like, what are you? Doing? Are you Charlie Brown? Are you the teacher in Charlie Brown? Yeah, and I was like wondering because like he's always like. Sounds kind of flimmy anyways, or, like, he's really gross and he just randomly throws up. And he, like, also sneezes, and it's just, like, lots of liquid everywhere. And we went to the vet when we first got him, and we were like, what's going on? Because we got him around this time of year. 
And he was like, that's normal. Don't even worry about it. Exactly. So I was wondering if a humidifier would help him. Yeah, we're trying to figure out how to how to make his life a little bit more comfortable. Because I'm a new plant mom, too. And some of my plants are little, they're like, they like the humid air. And it's winter. So I'm like, ooh, maybe I can put all my babies yeah. together. And we have a humidifier because in the beginning of the coronavirus, I read something that said if we did get the coronavirus, then a humidifier might help. And, and so I bought a humidifier. And I've been wanting her to bust it out since then. But then she was like, hello, it's hot. It'll just make it gross in here. It's because so I've never used a humidifier. Oh, so really? for me, like when people have humidifiers, that's like next level. Oh, next level. Bougie. <laughs> like moving on up. Moving on up. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll just find it. Yeah. Where is it? Do you know? You know what? We actually cleaned the garage, and that's one thing we did not stumble across, so maybe it's in the house somewhere around Oh, you know where it is? It's probably in the closet, yeah. But yeah, and then Bowie's also been like, I'm gonna be a loner and hang out, like, in the opposite room of you. Yeah, even though he has a bed in the room where we are. So now he's just grumbly and a whole room away from us, and we're like... Aka, excuse me? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. So then I was like, stop being a loner. So I grabbed him and was like, come cuddle with me. And he did. And so it's not even like that he doesn't want to be around us. It's just that he's... I think he wants to feel wanted. That makes sense. He's like you. And you. And you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Bowie. Since you literally are just like Mr. Attitude, I don't even want to cuddle with you right now. As Come we here, said. Bowie. Show me. Show yourself to the people. <laughs> Hi, Bobo. How's it going? Look at him. He has attitude on his face. I think he's still asleep. His eyes are open. Yeah, but he sleeps with his eyes open all the time. He's like, I'm over this podcast. Two girls, one nope. <laughs> one nope. <laughs> He's okay. This is so annoying because he's like literally trying to anti prove our point. Like, he's not being grumbly. He's not being loud. Okay, wait, wait, wait. But also, why is Bowie the most quiet he's ever been <laughs> any podcast episode? He's like, oh, you're going to talk about how loud I am this episode? I'm going to be super I'm gonna quiet. I'm going to show you. Now. I'm about to show you. You ain't about to talk about me on this podcast no more. That That's what Bowie <laughs> is like. Because literally, he's, y'all hear it every week. He is never this quiet. Come here, Bowie. Thanks for visiting. Thanks for hanging out. Have do more exciting things next week. <laughs> All right, it's time for one of our favorite sections. It's our favorite segment. It's Dear Shovel. It's, it's the part where we read your questions and then we answer them. And sometimes we give just good advice, and sometimes we give bad advice, and sometimes we give both. And so, if you would like your question to be answered on our podcast, then all you have to do is send a little email to dearskatedate at gmail.com, and we will potentially answer your question on the podcast. And chances actually are very, very high that we'll answer you because we don't have that many emails. (laughs) But it can be anonymous, so if you have a question you're embarrassed by it, don't worry, we won't read your name. Yep. Or you could put a fake name, a pseudonym, if you will. So let's get to it. Yep. So like this person, who asked to remain anonymous. Anonymous. All right, anonymous says, love the podcast and y'all's personalities. Thanks. Here's a question. Being that y'all come from roller derby, how did your league deal with disagreements among skaters? It is kind of a hard, sorry, I just, it's funny. It is kind of hard when it is a big group of different attitudes and personalities. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> do not mix well, and it's hard. Thank you, and skate strong, some skater. Um... P.S. Let's say it one more time for the people who missed it. FDT. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. All right. So I didn't want to laugh during that, but I had to because it's so freaking true. It's so true. Every single roller derby league is going to have drama and every single roller derby league is going to have problems. And, you know, many roller derby leagues don't deal with the problems well. Yeah, so what does our league have? What is it called? 
Our league has a grievance grievance committee. I am on said grievance committee. I laugh because it's a joke. (laughs) I don't think it's a joke. Okay, it's been a joke. When I got on it, we got things done. I know, but it's been a joke. It's been a joke. Like, when I was in the league, like, and skating in the league and not just, like, I'm still a league member. Yeah. I had some grievances. Oh, it was super not cool. Uh, Yeah, before. And it sucks because, like, there's always, like, a hierarchy of, like, the cool kids. I just think it's stupid. I think that why is roller derby replicating high school? It feels like that. Yeah. Everyone has their little group. And then there's, like, some people that talk to you, some people don't. And it's, like, I don't know. But, like, I think it's really important to at least have... It's not a committee, right? It is a a committee, committee? yeah. Yeah. It's three people who are on, like, a committee. Okay, yeah, so just, like, it needs to be a committee for sure, but it has to have, I think it's really important to have people in it that are fresh meat, or whatever they call it in your league, like, the new skaters, Mm -hmm. and the team skaters, like, advance. Yeah. Because there's always a disconnect between the two, and no one, like, a lot of times, like, the major players on the travel teams don't ever talk to the new skaters and vice versa like we just look up to you and you're like you're intimidating and you need to have people that are the ones that are like crowd hoppers that like talk to everyone yeah and i also think there needs to be like rules and procedures for that committee mm-hmm. like there was a full-on like thing that we followed mm-hmm. when there was a grievance and like reporting it was all getting very sorted out and then COVID hit with yeah. our with our league anyways but i'm just glad you guys <laughs> Someone got kicked out of our league right before because COVID. Because they were treating other people like trash and threatening to burn people's businesses down. Yeah, and we found out later that they were, like, hella racist, too. So we were like, oh. Well, good. Good. Bye. Good you were gone. <laughs> um, But, yeah, I think that... I think that no matter what league you're in, there's going to be drama. And I think that a lot of people league hop thinking that, like, if they league hop, then different leagues are going to be better. And I'm at a point where I kind of wonder if it's just roller derby (laughs) that has a lot of drama. And if it's just... Sometimes you gotta ask yourself, what's the common denominator as well? So there's some people that tend to... Stir up drama. Change leagues pretty often. And you're like, so this is your third league and it's not because you moved? There's usually, like, it's not that your leagues have all been drama. It's that you're the drama. (laughs) Or maybe you're just not the you don't have the personality to handle it because I think no matter what league you're in, there's going to be some sort. of I drama. think that there are two types of people. Well, there are many types of people, <laughs> but there are two I think main types of people that join roller derby. The first one, and both of these people, like we all come from trauma. Like I, I genuinely believe that people who play roller derby come from some sort of trauma or have this like grit about them where mm-hmm. they kind of need to deal with things physically, right? And I think from all of that trauma, there are two kind of branches from that. There's huh. the people who know how to deal with it and they get it out on the court and then they're like, good, I did it. Yeah. And then there are people who like, they try and get it out on the track and then that's not enough for them. So they need <laughs> to stir up drama in other places. And I think that... That yeah. all that comes from the same root. Like it comes from us all having trauma and like not knowing how to deal with like our emotions. And so we <laughs> join this team that like we hit each other for fun. Um yeah. but like some people don't know how to deal with that. And and I think that that's maybe the root why there is so much drama within roller derby. Yeah. Maybe. I don't and know. And you just have to know not to get like invested in it. Because like I feel like with the league that I was in, like, I hung out with, like, what the stereotypical, like, nerds and losers, like, the freaks and geeks. But I also hung out with, like, the cool kids that smoke behind the gym. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was, like, in between both. And I would hear people kind of talk mess on both. And, like, get both people side. And most of the time, it was just miscommunication. So people felt so strongly about the other people for things that never even happened or just, like, they didn't understand where the other person was coming from. Yeah. And I would just be like, this is so stupid. Like, 
y'all are like trying to get back at each other for things that don't even make sense. Yeah, I tried to stay out of the drama for the most part because I was the same. I hung out with everyone and I didn't really have, I just had like a couple specific people that I was really good friends with. But then other than that, I just kind of hung out with everyone in general. I mostly like stuck to Jammer Island. That's what we call it. Uh, like all the jammers would just like hang out together. Um, but like, yeah, I think that there was a lot of unnecessary drama. And I think that, I think that there's something about the fact that when you play roller derby, it has this like all consuming kind of factor to it where it can take over your life if you let it. Mm. And when something takes over your life and has that kind of power over you, the drama that happens becomes more mm, personal or more uh-huh. like almost devastating to you. You know, when the drama yeah. happens, you can't let it go because it's such a huge it's part of your, your life. Yeah. And, like you can't just move on from it and like you have to, like, you end up just submersed in it. And so I think that's why, you know, derby drama goes so much deeper because everyone cares so, like, everyone who plays derby that I know, like, cares so much about derby. Like, yeah. Like, that it's it's so amazing and it's done so many great things for you. And so because of that, they naturally are, like, invested in it and Uh so when someone who also plays derby their values don't align with yours it's like how could you taint my sport (laughs) and how could you come into my safe space you know like i think it's which is just like the the whole roller skating community too totally think about it i mean i i i feel that way Mm -hmm. like i feel like oh you don't align like oh, you're a Trump supporter? Why are you here? You know, like, but... You're like, why don't you go join Moda Skate team? Yeah, like, I don't understand. Go join the Freedom team. The Freedom, the Patriot team The or Patriot whatever. team, where yeah. we're all, like, anti-trans and anti-queer and anti Yeah, I just, I feel like that, like, like, roller derby and roller skating have this, like, standard of, of we're misfits and we are like the unwanted ones and we found community with each other and to mm-hmm. have anyone come into that space and be intolerant of the misfit quality that makes us us i'm like ew <laughs> get out <laughs> but yeah and um, i think yeah i think it's a people sorry i'm done talking. i really i remember when i first started like being in Derby, like, when you hit, like, being in Derby a year and you're no longer, like, that noob and you start seeing the flaws in Derby and the drama of Derby. And I remember, like, someone that had been in the league for years was like, well, you know what they say, you can never have this many women in a room and not have drama. And that always rubbed me the wrong way because that gives into the whole, like, that women are catty and, like, yeah. yeah, and it's like, I don't think that is. It's just we have so many strong-headed people no matter what their gender that are like just super passionate and then like they're just all trying to put in the work to do things that they have different visions so it clashes and that's what causes the riff because we're not all the same yeah and so for me it was like i never got too wrapped i remember getting like really really upset because i felt like i was always volunteering and then like it was me and my derby wives and like three or four, maybe three or five other people that were always volunteering and no one else did, especially like the people that were on teams always felt like, well, we did our time, but it was like, no, mandatory, you're supposed to help. Mm -hmm. And it got really tiring and there's times like that I wasn't even supposed to be there and I got wrapped into helping out and it just got like, I used to get so pissed off and I'd be like, this is it, blah, blah. And then I was like, whoa, like, it's fine. It's derby. So I just stopped. And I was like, well, then I'm not going to volunteer all the time or I'll do my job and stop. I'm not going to push it. And once I started like setting that boundary for myself, I was no longer stressed out. And I wasn't like running to people and being like, well, why doesn't this person help? Because that's how drama starts. It's because then you're like noticing those things and you got to realize like, hey, it's just derby. It's okay. Like, just do what you can do. If they're not going to do it, that's on them. And then my life became so much better. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I think that you put it really, really well when you Mm -hmm. said the, like, strong people with a different vision of how to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And, like, everyone's feeling so invested in the same thing. And it it makes sense. It makes sense that people explode at each other. Yep. But all I can say, Anonymous, 
skater is there always be some sort of drama or something. And it's just that people feel so much. Um, hopefully you have a committee so that someone can like talk and like that there's a, that not just talking about what's wrong, but like you guys can actually, actually find a problem, uh, a solution <laughs> to fix a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And to fix the root of the problem, not just the branches. Yeah. <laughs> that was cute. Well, but it's true, because if you just cut away the branches, then another problem, just more branches are going to grow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I've only had to report... I made one report to the grievance one time, and that was it. And that was... It had to be a big one. I felt unsafe scrimmaging with someone that was, like, making me and other people fall a lot. And then, like, I almost got hurt and almost hurt them multiple times, like, within one scrimmage and just, like, at practice, like, content at all contact at all so I had to say something because I was like I'm not gonna break something because people feel bad for you and are letting you be more advanced than you should be yeah and so like that's the only time because like the rest like if someone's like talking mess or this or that like little things like I can handle it on my own but that one I was like oh I'm physically unsafe right now yeah for sure so and then like nothing really happened in then and that made it so frustrating so that's why you have to make sure you actually like carry through with it yeah 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 so leagues listen to your skaters <laughs> what's your bad advice my bad advice is just quit <laughs> just quit yeah that's, that's my usually bad my kind of bad advice. yeah that's mm, okay what would rebel say uh bad advice oh when oh, someone I... says they have a problem just say then <laughs> deal with it stop being a little that's <laughs> not my kind of advice <laughs> This is my kind of bad advice. If you have a problem, instead of going to anyone and talking about it, buy one of those really long, like, uh, those big signs that are like a roll of construction paper that's like this big, and then paint (laughs) your problem on it. And then instead of telling anyone about it, just post the sign in front of the entrance to your uh, warehouse or wherever you practice so everyone can just see the grievance. Or be like really passive aggressive and like when everyone's like starting mess, you have a problem with someone, you just like sneak into their skate bag and you loosen all the nuts on all their <gasps> wheels so that way when they're skating their wheels are flying off and then they like break their bones oh my god <laughs> or you could <laughs> like steal their deodorant <laughs> throw sand on the track as they're going oh my gosh <laughs> pee on the panties <laughs> just steal their scrimmage shirts so they can't scrimmage <laughs> Pee on the panties. Ew, babe. Gross. That's so nasty. Oh, my gosh. Anyways. On that note. That's our advice. I hope you found something helpful or not helpful within it. Yep. Just remember to breathe and it'll be okay. And remember Just, that yeah. derby is supposed to be fun. If it's no longer fun for you, that's your time to leave. And if you still love derby and you're feeling frustrated, maybe set some boundaries for yourself. Yep, yep. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of Skate Date. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, We hope that you don't get into too many screaming matches with anyone on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I know. It was was a really good date. Like, we've definitely hooked up by now. Um, I think I liked it. We think you liked it, too, because you're still here. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for coming back. The dates are getting hot and steamy. So hot. You know, the colder it gets outside. The more humidifiers we bring out, so it's a little foggy. Does it get foggy? I don't even know if it gets foggy with the it humidifier. Does get foggy, yeah. We need to bust out this humidifier. Okay, babe. we'll bust it out tonight. She's about Yay. to bust it out tonight. It is a date. It is That's a skate date. <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh my god, did we get any Apple? Did we get any reviews this week? I don't know. Everyone hates us in Apple Podcasts. I know. <laughs> Let me check. Oh my god, we got a review. Okay. Okay, well, we just wanted to shout out McKay, wait, Maka Kayla R, McKay K, McKay Kayla R, 
I'm not sure how to pronounce your name. I'm very sorry. (laughs) They said, amazing. I was a casual follower on Instagram slash YouTube for months, but started listening to your podcast yesterday and ended up listening to every episode all at once. (gasps) Yay! Oh my gosh. The podcast really humanizes you both, and I'm a bigger fan than ever. Keep it up. Oh my gosh, thank you thank so you. much, McKay, Kayla, R. Also, we think your name is dope. You're dope You're dope as fuck. So, thank you so much for giving <laughs> us a five-star review. We appreciate you. Sure. Um, if you give us a review on Apple Podcasts, if you leave us a comment. You get a shout-out. You might get a shout-out. And is there anything else we need to tell them, babe? Okay. All right, y'all, thanks so much for coming to this date. It was great. Thank you so much. I had such a good time. I really liked it. Hump days are always the best days with y'all. They really are. So thank you for hanging out, and we will talk to you next week. See you then. Mwah.